You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I am your host, NB Nightingale. And I am your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper is currently doing our sound mixing. Which is weird, because he's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, blame it on him. (laughs) Yeah. We Uh, watched all of season two of Attack on Titan, and we're doing a supersized episode, because it's... There's no good way to break season two up, really, if if we were to do our usual batches of episodes. It'd be fine to break it up, but um, (laughs) the final season is coming January 9th. (laughs) Or the final episodes are starting, and we got some catching up to do. So yep. we're gonna try to squeeze our way into the point where um, we'll have a, there'll be like a few episodes out in the final season when we'll like make our episode on it. Yeah. So thankfully, we will um, be up to date when that comes out because um, as a manga reader, things are gonna get crazy. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. But so I've got a question for you. Why does anime change the opening titles so often? Because it's cool. <laughs> like, like I'd get like once a season. Like that's a that's a thing that like a lot of shows do. Like mm-hmm. every single season of The Wire, they have. I mean, it's the same song, but it's different footage, and it's a different cover of the song by a different band. Okay, and it's, but like. Anime is like just fuck you. It's episode eight. Why's that mean a new title? <laughs> we don't fucking know. I think what a lot of it is is um at least for Attack on Titan, the seasons are split up. Like there's a mm-hmm. there's a season one part one and a season one part two, okay. and it shows the new OP during that. Yeah. Especially um season three onwards, we're gonna see that mm-hmm. because they literally had the first part of season three, and then there was a, a break. Mm-hmm. A gap, and then part two came out as a different opening. Okay. Season four will probably be the same way. I'm guessing there will be one final opening that's going to be a slap, but um, it's going to slap. But so that's usually how that works. And I think the big reason is like Attack on Titan's first OP is great. Yeah. But it doesn't cover the kind of things that the later seasons go into. Yeah. Where like if if you know if we got to like uh, this season and it was like why you know. Where's the Colossal? Where's the Armored? <laughs> Where's any of that, you know? With all these new elements introduced and the opening doesn't showcase that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, how does this relate anymore? So, so I think they changed yeah. the OPs to fit with the, the new characters Why and new stories. Why are you calling them OPs? That's the name of them. I don't remember what it stands for, but it's like OP3, OP4, like... I thought it was just like a title sequence. Like... Well, it is, but it's also called, like, OP. Oh, you're using anime terms on me. It's one of the only ones I know for anime terms. Oh, we're getting all weebed <laughs> up in here. Oh, look at me, I'm Brandon, I'm a little weeb. Nolan. Yeah? You are. You have transitioned into a weeb during the course of this. <laughs> I have not. I maintain my non-weeb status. I, it's too, I like Nolan two animes. Says, Nolan says, being thrilled by all the reveals of this anime. 
and shocked by the turns of events that occur. Well, there's a difference between liking an anime and weebing. Like, <laughs> just you wait. I'm gonna. It's like go the like, difference between like in college. You know, there are plenty of white dudes who looked like us who had Asian girlfriends and were normal about it. But then you also knew guys who looked like <laughs> us who had Asian girlfriends and were very not normal about it. Oh my goodness. So, um, yeah, so here we are to talk about Attack on Titan Season 2. The the whole season. So how we're going to break up this episode is we're going to start with... It's basically going to be two episodes smushed together mm-hmm. where we're going to have uh, our usual, you know, segments about the first seven episodes of this season. Mm-hmm. So that is episodes 26 to 32. Yep. The first uh, Beast Titan is the name of episode 26. Last one is called Close Combat. Yeah. This is the breadth of episodes we're going to talk about. We're not going to touch on the second half of season two until uh, the second half of this episode. Yeah. So, see, so the what I wanted to bring up before we get into this is that season two took a very long time to come out. Yeah, give us that real world context. Season two, oh my goodness. So Attack on Titan season one came out in, it was 2013. And then at that point, the manga wasn't super farther along compared to the show. Like the, it was not like way far ahead. So what happened was for various reasons from like production things where the studio was working on other projects and the manga having to get a bunch of chapters out and like, you know, be enough ahead of time for things to happen. It took a while for Attack on Titan season two to come out for years. People were like, Attack on Titan season two this year, 2015. Okay, no, never mind. Okay, 2016. Okay, never mind. And eventually it came out in 2017. So... That's a long time between seasons of a show, of course. Four mm-hmm. years. But I think it was worth it. Like, in the end, because we're seeing it now that Attack on Titan's manga has concluded. And now they, with that source material, are going to be able to adapt the like the rest of the series. Which is great, because not... This could have been a situation where it was a fantastic, super well-loved... Very, very popular first season. Mm-hmm. And then it fell off because, you know, no season two. And then season two never happened. There's a good amount of anime like that yeah. where it's a good first season. Like, it's a great first season, huge cultural thing. But for, whatever re- for various reasons, it never gets a second one. Yeah. Uh, so now it's the point where I feel like at seven minutes, you guys, if you haven't seen season two, you've had a chance to click off because we're going to get spoilery. And mm. I need to ask a spoilery question. Yes, yeah, so... Uh, Before we go, so yeah. folks, if you want to listen to this episode and not be spoiled, uh, watch Attack on Titan episodes 26 to 32 first. At the end of 32, you can come back here and uh, have some good old times. Yeah. Uh, so at the point of season one's airing, had the manga manga yet revealed uh, that Reiner and Bertolt were the Colossal and the Armored? Yes. Okay, so at, that, at that point in the, I think it would it had just happened in the in the manga, like yeah. it was like a few chapters past that. So what that means is that when Attack on Titan was this huge cultural zeitgeist thing in season one, yeah, I was spoiled about that. Oh fuck! Like I was like in some, I think it was like I was watching Crunchyroll and I checked a comment and it was like, "Yep, 
Reiner and Reiner and uh, Bertolt, they're the Titans. And I'm like, shit. That's what I didn't say it at the time, but that's what got me to start reading it. Where I'm like, well, shit. Oh, you now said, I you said it was up. the wall. The wall was a reason. You're a liar. <laughs> I have to keep You're, gaslighting. That, that's not me. even gaslight. That's an unnecessary <laughs> gaslight. You didn't have to give a fake reason. <laughs> there was no reason to give a fake one. Why? I have to keep obscuring and keep <laughs> gaslighting. I do it for non-Attack on Titan things now, too. <laughs> Joking, but, uh... You and your girlfriend broke up six months ago. <laughs> just a really good liar. Yeah. So, that's, uh... Yep, so it took a while for season two to come out, but it was finally out. It's a shorter season, of course. It's, uh, it's like half the length of a usual season they had. Yeah. So people were disappointed by that when it first came out. So I, say, I would say that when season two came out, it wasn't... They had, it had some fanfare, but it wasn't the the big cultural thing that season one was. Mm-hmm. By the time it got to... But, you know, the show kept going, and it wasn't as long of a delay between the seasons. Yeah. And by the time it got to, like, the second half of season three, it was another big thing again. And then season four was dropping earlier this year, at the start of this year, and it was a huge thing every episode. It would, like, trend on Twitter, like, every week. Yeah. Because now it's a big thing again. So it was interesting to see that kind of like fall and rise of the of Attack on Titan as like a main series. A lot of shows have that with season two. It's the sophomore slump. Uh, I don't think it's justified here because I think season two so far at least has been a lot stronger than season one. But, you know, the sophomore slump is a well-recognized thing with hit shows where the first season comes out and it's just like banger, 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 banger. And then it's just like season two comes out and uh, the general public can be like, oh, what the fuck is this? Fuck you. Fuck. I don't know why I'm why I'm Bostonian, (laughs) but I don't know why I'm becoming Bostonian for this bit. (laughs) Yeah. So then so that's the context behind how season two came out. But um, that happened. And now that we've seen up until close combat, Nolan what are your thoughts about these episodes now? Before we get into, like, a bigger plot synopsis. Well, I've showed my card a little bit in the fact that I just said, overall, so far, <laughs> I think it's a lot stronger than season one. But okay, why? how so? You noticed how Levi only has a line so far? <laughs> <laughs> That's your reason. You're like, <laughs> less Levi, better show. I mean, there's, uh, there's more in-depth reasoning than that. There's... A bunch of awesome... There's a lot of awesome lore stuff being developed between... Oh, Titans can talk now? Oh, what's... What happened at Connie's town? Oh, it's like... So it's like... It's mysteries that feel more intriguing than the mysteries of season one, for the most part. Like, season one, in the last third, had the... uh, Had the who's the female Titan mystery... Uh, but, but then, outside of that, like, it had a bunch of cool revelations, but none of the revelations were played up as mysteries beforehand. Like, you know, it wasn't like a, who, Aaron Yeager being Chet was an awesome revelation. Chet is the name uh, that we have given <laughs> given Aaron Yeager's Titan. Titan form, uh, for people who are just tuning in for this episode. Uh, but yeah, so... That was an awesome revelation, 
But there wasn't like a mystery. It wasn't like what happened to Aaron. We had an answer. We thought of he got fucking chomped, my dude. <laughs> but but this one has set up a bunch of intriguing questions, like uh, like what happened to Connie's town and how the Titans get in if there's no hole in the wall and why can't the and why can the Titans talk and. Bigfoot, what's up with him? <laughs> the Beast Titan, uh, who yeah. looks like Bigfoot. Didn't someone call him a monkey yet? No one's called him a monkey yet. At some point, someone calls him a monkey. <laughs> he, he looks like if Bigfoot was wearing a crop top. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, I really, I've been really intrigued with this season and a lot of great twists and stuff. Listen, I had to gasp, grasp for straws for my shipping content in season one often. <laughs> like, I was grasping just so I could get sh- good ships going. They're just giving it to me on a platter here. <laughs> They're like, Nolan, we know we appeteased you, but here's a fucking steak of shipping content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ymir and uh, Historia... A lot of stuff there with it. Yep. Krista, now Historia. Uh, Yep. So we'll get into that. But, uh, so yeah, Cerebral Thoughts are so, to this point, it's stronger than season one. It is. Would you also say that it feels, uh, leaner than season one was? Just in terms of, like, the amount of things that happen and, like, the lack of, like, filler? Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, I, I would say so. I think, like, every. Every episode has had important revelations in it. It hasn't been like... Season one had, you know, like five episodes in the woods. <laughs> there was like nine about the Battle of Trust. Yeah, the Battle Which of Trust... Cool tro- epi- it's a cool thing, but it's, it's kind of long. The Battle of Trust didn't have to be nine episodes. I mean, one of them was just like a flashback episode pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, so... But yeah, so it's a lot leaner, I would say. Yeah, so I think uh, now I'll get into my thoughts as someone rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Season two was one when I started my rewatch. I started at season two. I still agree that I think that season two is better than season one, and I can especially see that since we just watched season one. And like at the time, I was like, "Oh, season one's better than I remember." And I go into season two, and I'm like, "I'm picking up on new things now that still make this better than season one." So I guess therefore. Season two is now better is now a better thing in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's still ramping up the stakes. It's still giving like like you said, like season two really opens this world yeah. to where there's some interesting new ideas and it's not just like, oh the colossal put another hole in the wall. <laughs> like they easily could have done that. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They go to a more interesting direction where now Ymir is like a major character with uh with Krista who's like this big religious, like, cult who's, like, covering up the titans in the walls. Yeah. And the guy who's willing to die before giving away the information. Yeah. Kind of weird spooky shit it going is. on there. So that that's exciting stuff that really gets paid off in later seasons. But this isn't just a, a season for setups. Like, it pays off stuff. Like, oh my goodness. We'll get into it when we get the plot, but... Reiner and Berthold's reveal scene is one of the best scenes of the whole show. 
It it's very good. fucking gorgeous. Like it's, it's so amazing. good. It, it's an incredible scene. The way it's constructed, uh, story-wise, is very interesting. And yeah, we'll talk about that when we get yeah. to it. Uh, should we go into summary now? Um, yeah. So let's see. I think yeah, we'll go into we'll go into summary of like the first couple episodes, and then we'll take a break, and then next few we'll have like four breaks in this episode, folks. It's gonna be a long yeah. one. All right, so... Episode 26, Beast Titan. All right, so Beast Titan. Uh, pretty much we get elaboration on a lot of stuff we saw in the montage at the end of season one. So uh, we realize what the mission that our supporting characters were going on was uh, from uh, from the 104 were going on, what it was. Mm. And it wasn't really a mission. It was literally just, you know... There have been two Titans in the 104. And I know it'd be ridiculous <laughs> if there were three more. <laughs> or like five. <laughs> five? What? Oh, oh f- no, I, I said spoiler. three more and you said five. So oh, no, like, I meant five total. Okay. So, Don't worry. I didn't just slip up on something. <laughs> but we're going to put them under observation away from the city for a little bit. Uh, take all their gear and stuff off of them and check that out. Uh so that's going on. Then also we get to see some Hanji and Levi uh, in looking at uh, Annie's cocoon body more. Going into depth about <laughs> the stuff that Hanji wants to do to the cocoon. That makes it sound creepier than it is. <laughs> but, you know, she's going to do science stuff. Uh, and then also the fact that I was worried that it was going to, after seeing that after credit scene of season one where mm-hmm. we see the Titan is in the wall, I was worried it was going to be like, oh, I guess no one noticed it. <laughs> but Whoops. No, <laughs> no, remember she notices and then yeah. the fucking priest guy is like, you can't let the sun get to that. Yeah. And he covers it up and it, its eyes do move. Yeah. It's is. so spooky. It's but like, yeah. So she's like. So she's interrogating the priest with some excessive force, it <laughs> could be said. Uh, I mean, if I just found out that the walls I lived in were fucking full of monsters, I'd be a little concerned. Brandon, you're a Reddit atheist. Of course you'd beat a priest up. <laughs> <laughs> so they're about to drop him, and he just says, do it. I'd rather do this than give away the secrets. Yeah. The secrets of the walls, if you would. The secrets of Nim. It's a Nim tie-in. That's no. not actually happening, folks. It could <laughs> be, though. Don Bluth and whoever makes Attack on Titan, call me. <laughs> we could get something. The ghost of Don Bluth. And is Don Bluth dead? Don Bluth's alive. Where, then where's his content, then? He's in the theater now. He's an old man. He's in the theater? Yeah, he, he like, do does do, production stuff. How do they the do anime, animated theater? <laughs> he does live action stuff in the theater now. Don Bluth is dead. No, he's not. I'm going to look this up. Don Bluth is not dead. Don Bluth is very much alive. And I'm knocking on wood because this episode's not coming out for a couple months. I don't want us to posthumously be correct. or want, I don't want you to be posthumously correct. Posthumously correct. 
but it would be pretty humorous. <laughs> if my words killed Don Maluth. Don Maluth is alive. Boom. 84 years old. Yeah, but he's he's still kicking. You know, looking at these pictures of young Don Bluth, it's really good that he wasn't me tooed. He kind of looks like he'd be me too. <laughs> God damn. He looks a little creepy. <laughs> but Don Oh Bluth, my God. What? Is it his birthday today? No. Okay. What? Don Bluth has a famous cousin. He ran for president. Okay. Against Obama. McCain? Nope. Don Blue's cousin is Mitt Romney. (laughs) (laughs) This is the long, convoluted way of getting back at Disney. Listen, Ron, 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 if you get the presidency, we break up the mouse. The mouse has got to go. It's his long-term strategy. It's Bluth's master plan. <laughs> so, Romney's binders full of women were all pictures of Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll get too off track. <laughs> so the Beast Titan episode, um, so they're doing that, and they're like, oh, we might have more Titans in there. They go off their mission. And then remember, right, this is an unrelated squad sees the big monkey walking around. Right? Uh, I don't think we see the Beast Titan until... until he he's approaching where all the... Uh, where, where the 104 is. Yeah, okay. So we start with... I remember they say that... Someone didn't do part of their homework this week, everyone. <laughs> Someone... I watched... Okay, I had just watched it a couple months ago, and I... Forgot to rewatch it, but I remember the the rough outline. But yeah, so it's so. It so the one oh the plan that do we get the plan in the first episode of the season for the, uh, for what Aaron's plot line is? Oh no, we, we don't get that till they set out. We don't gotta get but, super like oh this was an episode this one not this one but anyway so they're, yeah they head out but yeah so they're heading out on a mission uh. Hanji, uh, Levi, uh, we get a couple of lines from, and... Levi's leg's busted, though. He's not doing nothing this season. And, uh, yeah, so Hanji, Levi, and the, the, the trio, uh, head out to, uh, are heading out because Hanji had an idea of using it, since the Titans can harden their skin, because she figured out... That the wall is made up of hardened titan skin. She has the idea of, what if Eren could kind of lean against the hole in wall Maria mm. and harden his skin there and patch it up? Like a big old barricade so the titans yeah. can't come in anymore. Yeah, so that's what they're doing. Uh, then we get... Uh, so we get the... Uh, the guy who's with the bad mustache, who's in charge of the one hundred and four, uh, he's the num he's the number two uh, under Levi. We know of the of the scouts of the most effective, not number two power wise, but he's the second best, uh, and he that's why he's been put in charge of everyone. So uh, he's like, oh, there are titans approaching. 
from the direction of Wall Rose. Wall Rose has fallen. Shit. No. Uh, there's not time for them to get their gear. Eh, evacuate them. And he has his elite squad evacuate our evacuate our crew of uh, of supporting 104 characters. Uh, and he holds him off by facing off against the Titans. And he's kicking butt against these small ones who are mostly normal looking. Except for one exception. <laughs> big, big monkey. No, Big Head Larry. Oh, Big Head. Okay, yeah, he's, he's the star. Okay, so I gotta talk about Big Head Larry, who is a Titan who... Does he have an actual name in the fandom? Um, I would have to look on the wikia. If the Smiling Titan got a name for so far being in, like, one episode, then <laughs> Big Head Larry deserves a name. <laughs> he's in many... He's in, like, three or four episodes. He's in the season. opening. <laughs> yeah. So it's literally... It's like a... Big Head Larry's, like, a slightly smaller than normal-sized Titan, but he's got the body of a three-meter... And the rest is all head. It's all just head, a baby. giant fucking head. But yeah, so the uh, the number two, he's doing well, but then he kind of slips up. And Big Head Larry's about to eat him. He's got him in his mouth and he's kind of crunching down on him. When we hear a voice and say, stop that. And Larry, Big Head Larry stops eating on the, on the guy. I... And crouching down is the Beast Titan. A giant fur-covered Titan who can talk. Yeah, he's bigger. Uh, he's 18 meters, so he's slightly taller than Aaron is. Yeah. He's, I think he's the, uh, he's the second largest Titan we've seen other than the Colossal. Yeah, and so Big Head Larry tries to eat the guy still. And the Beast Titan just goes, I said stop! And fucking crunches Big Head Larry's face, which he recovers from because he's a titan, so he regenerates. And then he's like, as this guy, this scout is just frozen in fear, Larry's just, I mean, not Larry, the Beast Titan is just, like, inspecting him. He's looking at the gear, and he's like, so, you've got the two swords, which means you know we reside in the neck, which is an interesting sentence, because, like... They don't cut the name because they think anyone's residing in there. I mean, they know that Aaron and Annie have resided in there. But it's an interestingly phrased sentence. Mm. And then he's like, can I take your ODM gear? And when the guy doesn't respond, he just yoinks it off of him. Mm, neat. <laughs> and he starts walking away. And then, like, the guy's still frozen in fear. And we're like, oh, he's gonna live. Then the then the Beast Titan looks back and he goes, you can resume now. And the Titans just fucking get on him and just fucking yeah. eat this guy to shreds. So this Beast Titan guy, he can, like, have other Titans attack things and, like, control them and stuff. Yeah, so that's the end of episode one of Beast. season two, Beast yep. Titan. So now we're gonna get on to... The next episode, 27. I'm home, right? I'm home, yep. Which the I ones. am calling, yay, a Sasha episode. 
Yeah. Uh, as listeners of this series know, uh, Sasha is my favorite character, uh, by far. Uh, and yeah. she gets a whole episode, and it's awesome. So the crew, the 104, it, this is a very, well, this whole section of the season is pretty light on the main trio until like the last two episodes of it uh yeah the c the series and definitely wants to focus on the other the more like characters to kind of build them up because season one didn't have too much of that so sasha and connie who have been the dynamic duo of like the the comic relief at the side (laughs) making like I'm fucking pissing myself jokes Uh. whenever bad stuff is happening they both have family in the area they're going to go check on the nearby towns, uh, split the squad up, check on the nearby towns, try and evacuate people if you can. Sasha, and so we stay with Sasha for most of that, so this episode, as we see what she's doing. Sasha goes to her ho- goes to her home village, which is in the middle of the woods, and we get a flashback of her life where we find out her father is a based hillbilly, <laughs> and she's also a hillbilly. Which uh, this is something elaborate. That... What does her father say? What makes him a based individual? Well, so the hillbilly part we gotta go first, because so this <laughs> is one of the things. Like, I'm guessing Sasha's supposed to have like whatever the Japanese equivalent of an Appalachian accent is, because and like that would come across in the dub, but we don't know enough about Japanese accents. To get the class kind of thing going on. So like. We get. A flashback to her. Being back home with her dad. And she's talking like. She is talking like a hillbilly. I'm gone around the bend pa. Yep. And her pa is also talking like a hillbilly and stuff. But yeah so it's. About. And she has a conversation with her dad. Where she's like. We've got to look out for ourselves, uh, and all that matters is us. And her dad's just like, "No, other people matter. Other people matter a lot. We've got to look out for each other." Sasha, if you're gonna try this whole libertarian anarcho-capitalist <laughs> shtick, then don't expect to be able to run to people when you need help. Snap, snap, pop. Yeah. So the base hillbilly father puts a libertarian in her place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the dark the darkest aspect of this episode is finding out my favorite character used to be a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that happens, so they both get to their villages. But yeah, so she goes to the village, uh she the village is like dead quiet but there doesn't seem to be much in the way of like people aren't like devoured and blood everywhere and stuff. Yeah. It's, like, eerily, like, everyone just, like, ran away, and they were fine. And she approaches this cabin where there's a three-meter titan, which is small enough, is a small enough titan that can just get into a house without breaking the walls. Yeah, it's so fucking creepy. And it's eating a mother who's, like, too weak and dying to, like, say even say anything as her daughter is frozen in fear in the same room. Yeah, it's so disturbing because, like, I feel like the Titans are, in my thing, kind of creepier when they're smaller like that. Yeah. Like, when they're, like, nine, because a three meter is, like, ten-ish feet, nine to ten feet. Yeah. So, like, 
Yeah, it's so gross. Because at first you're like, wait, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. a Titan, okay. Less than twice the size that she is. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, oh, Like, he has to slowly eat her. Like, he can't just, like, munch and done. Yeah. But, yeah, so Sasha attacks him with uh, an axe that she found outside in a, uh, just kind of like a woodcutting axe. Yeah. So keep in mind, she doesn't have any ODM gear and stuff. Yeah. She's on her own. She tries to hit him in the neck and it doesn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, because she can only make one line at a time, so it's not working. She can't cut the nape out. She can only damage it. And, yeah. and that heals back up. So she eventually has to just she run for it with the little girl. And she's lost her horse. Uh, I don't remember exactly how. I think the horse ran off or something. Yeah, the maybe. horse runs off. off uh, but yeah, so she... So she's running with the little girl. She grabs a bow and arrow and, like, she, she lets the little girl keep running. And she turns around to face the this titan alone with just a bow and arrow. It's awesome. So she, she her idea is that if she shoots it in the eyes, it will be, cl with the arrows, it will be stunned for long enough and unable to see that she can safely escape. Yeah. But she only has, like, a couple... She only has, like, three yeah, arrows. So she shoots the first one. She misses. Shoots the second one. It's not three arrows. It's a bunch of arrows. Okay, her. but, like... She shoots the first one. It misses. She shoots a second one, and it... And it goes right through his throat, which doesn't really do anything for her purposes, but it's cool. Yeah, um, he doesn't care. He's like, well, all right, whatever. She gets one into the eye, one of the eyes, finally, but can still see. She's only got one arrow left. She can't afford to try. She can't afford to try and uh, to try and shoot this one again. So she takes the arrow in her hand, jumps towards the titan, stabs it in the <laughs> eye. Yeah. It tries to like squeeze her to death, but she breaks out and rolls out, and then she reunites with her base hillbilly father. Uh, yes. So this whole time, though, I want you to. I want to bring up an interesting point you made when we were talking about it off the podcast about this episode is that yeah. Sasha is a support character in this, you know, so far in the yeah. show. Yeah, so far Sasha is, it's a scarier episode specifically because of the fact that Sasha is entirely expendable as a character. Yeah. It's at this point, she's not big enough that like the plot, it would matter to the plot that much if she died. So it feels like she can die. Real like Aaron Yeager does this plot line, and you know Aaron's getting out. Yeah, I think they they kind of do that later with the castle part yeah. too. But so that yeah. happens, and then she escapes. Uh, Connie gets back to his town. Everybody's gone too, but no blood and stuff. Yeah. And where his house is? Oh, and his but the house all the houses have been like fucking destroyed. Yeah, but it looks weird because yeah. it's like there's no blood or anything. Yeah. But he looks at his house, and there's, like, this titan. That's deformed. It's got, like, little... It's got little chicken legs, and... Yeah, it's got know. a big chest, and it's got tiny, very, like, thin arms and legs. Like, no way this thing is walking. Yeah. And it's just lying on the house, and it's just staring at him. Yeah, and that's where we end that episode. Yeah. So, when, which leads us to... Should we go on our first commercial break? Yep, we'll we go can... on our first break yeah. now, and then we're going to talk about uh, the second half of this batch of episodes. And yeah. then we will uh, 
After that, we're going to have our last sections are going to be Nolan, don't cover your ears. <laughs> and then Nolan <laughs> has to cover their ears. Uh, has to cover his ears again. So we'll see you then in a minute. So I don't think back. the movie Big counts as a kaiju film. I don't know why you put the trailer in there. <laughs> it wasn't. Why am I saying it wasn't even the trailer? Why did you put the sex scene between Tom Hanks and Elizabeth Perkins, the audio of it, into <laughs> into our commercial break? For style. <laughs> All right. So now we're on to episode twenty-eight. Southwestward. Yep, so in this episode, Southwestward, uh, we get... Uh, this is the one we follow Aaron and the gang. No, we follow Connie and the gang. Okay. We do get Aaron, small Aaron scenes, but it's mostly Connie. Uh, and Because we're at Connie's place, and he's like, he's trying to rationalize, like, oh, they must have escaped. My, my family's still alive, and it's good. And then everyone's like, We've still got duties to do, Connie. We gotta go check the wall out. And Reiner uh, leaves with the rest of the group. But Connie's still there. And he's, like, looking at the Titan. And the Titan speaks. Yeah. It says says his name. And then he's, like, shocked. And he's not sure if he even heard it. And he tries to tell Reiner because Reiner comes back to get him. And Reiner's like, no, no, no. Leads him away. So then... Gaslighting of his, of his own. We're gonna do... You're the Reiner in this relationship. <laughs> and I'm the Connie. <laughs> Alright, so... Then, uh, we get... Then, so... We're... It's night. Connie and his crew... Uh, and another group... So... Pretty much everyone but Sasha for the for the supporting 104 characters. All of them are just have rode the entire perimeter of Wall Rose. And, no hole. Yeah, no hole whatsoever. And they're feeling safe enough to do this because it's night, and as has been established, Titans don't walk at night. True. A rule that will be stuck to forever. <laughs> forever. A rule they certainly don't break this episode. <laughs> yeah, so 
they figure, uh, we gotta get some rest. There's an abandoned castle nearby. Utgard Castle. Yep. Utgard. Uh, it's a big, it's like, a, basically it's just two big towers. Yeah, so, and they go and sleep in there. Then we cut to Aaron and the gang who, so the priest that they've taken along from the wall religion has seen some horrors out there as so they've killed some titans in front of him and he's been like at risk. And he's like, okay, I, I can't tell you. There's stuff I can't tell you. But we have had a very, an eye on the 104 for a while because of a certain person in it. And we and we learn that that person is Sasha. Not Sasha. It's Chris. It's Krista. <laughs> Sasha does show up in the scene. She she reunites with our crew with the uh, the main trio. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. So and we cut back to the castle where Krista's hanging out, palling around as the night comes. But oh no. Oh no. Titans are attacking Utgard! And it's night! How it's dare night. they? That's not the rules. And we see the Beast Titan uh, climb the wall. He calls this attack on, on Utgard. Then he climbs wall, rows, and watches. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. And now we're going to get into the episodes we saw together. Yeah. So, episode 29, mm-hmm. Soldier. Where a lot of this episode is the cast being, the supporting cast being in the castle, along with a few of the elite squad members, as they try to, like, hold the castle and the titans. Yeah. So there's a few, it's called Soldier. So there's a few interesting moments where uh, Ymir find, they find canned food. They're like, there must have been bandits here earlier, because there's lots, there's all this canned food everywhere. And then Ymir's like... Huh, that's interesting. And then there's a scene where... She and Reiner are alone. And she's trying to offer Reiner some... Some herring. Yeah, some herring. And he's like... A canned thing of herring. And he, she can read the, the label. Yeah, and he ta- he takes it and he's like... This is canned and it's not in our language. He's like, huh, how yeah. can you read this? But and that's a flashback to right before the uh, the attack happened. This episode starts a little before the uh, the attack happens. Yeah. So it's so yeah we get that scene. Uh, we get some some Krista Emir shipping content where yeah. Emir is just so hopelessly clueless about the fact. No, I mean. Krista's hopelessly clueless about the fact that Amir is down horrendous for her. <laughs> and everyone else can see... Like, at, in that interaction between uh, Amir and uh, and Reinhardt, she makes a joke that's like, she's pretty sure that he's gay. And he comments back that he, he's pretty sure she's gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> And so that happens, and then um, the the gaslighting continues, and then they start getting attacked, and they're like, the um the elite squad members are outside the castle using the castle to like swing around and attack the titans. Yeah. To keep within the perimeter, to keep within the the, the site of the tower, so they're attacking them. That things are happening. 
while this is happening, they realize that the smaller Titans, like the three meters, have gone into the castle. Yeah, and so they send, they ask the, uh, they ask the 104 kids to, uh, to barricade it up. To hold it down, and Reiner makes his way down, and he opens the door to look down with a torch, and there's just, like, this smiling Titan that's just coming up from Not the Not the steps. smiling Titan. No, but a smiler. A Titan who is smiling. Yeah, a smiler <laughs> yes. coming in. Yeah, and he comes in, and he's like, ooh, and then... He goes, oh, and he slams it, barricades it, and then, like, the Titan's arm bashes through the door and tries to grab him. And, and Reiner thinks to himself, like, like, is this it? Is this where, like, I die, really? Like, is this where I die? And, and he, he has a flashback. Yes, to where it's it's him. It's as little kids. It's him and Bertolt. And Bertolt, and a third kid. And no, the, it wasn't a kid. That was an adult, right? No, that was a kid. Okay. The one kid. who gets eaten? Okay, yeah. yeah. So the third kid uh, pushes Reiner away as this beady-eyed, smaller Titan grabs the kid who pushed Reiner away and eats him yeah. for them to get away. So that happens, and then that flashback is important later. So that happens, and then Reiner like runs, and the, the rest of the crew pushes a cannon down the stairs to smack the Titan out, and like they're trying to hold off the Titan's... And then fucking Reiner, another one pops oh, in. Yeah, Con- so what happens then is Connie's like, okay, sh- it's I, it's not getting out of that situation, but should we cut its net and nape? And everyone's like, don't go close to it. But it's too cl- late because he's already too close to it. That another <laughs> Titan emerges and is about to eat Connie. When Reiner pushes Connie out of the way and the Titan bites Reiner's arm. Bites his arm and it's like, oh, goodness. He's like, he's biting him down hard. And Reiner... The beast that he is mm-hmm. picks up the fucking meter titan, holds him above his head, yeah. and like nearly throws him out the window. And then Ymir finishes the job and kicks him out, kicks yeah. the titan out. And now they're they're recovering in the bottom. And this isn't plot wise important, but I found it very funny because it's one of the few moments of fan service in this show. Oh, Krista ripping your skirt. Yeah. So Krista's been in like a. You know, like a that one religious girl who like goes to church on days that aren't Sunday because that's what her family makes her do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that you had in school. She's got like one of those skirts on, like can't even see her feet. Uh, and she's like, "Oh, we need a sling, and we don't have any. I got an idea." And she rips her skirt into her sh- <laughs> into a mini skirt, and she makes a sling for Reiner. And he goes, "I gotta marry her," <laughs> which is weird because we've in this episode established that Reiner is gay, but <laughs> <laughs> by icon Reinhardt. Oh, my, yep. So that happens, yeah. and then they go to the top of the tower, and things are looking grim. Like the elite members who were attacking the tight, who were oh, so off the, the, the the elite members had actually won. They defeated the first wave, and then another. But wave. then there was another another wave accompanied by fucking horses and rocks being thrown at them from the wall by the beast titan, kill, <laughs> killing half the elite squad, and then the other half of the elite squad is very quickly dispatched as well. Oh no. We're gonna die. Oh, what are we gonna do? Ymir says, Connie, hand me that knife. <laughs> yeah, and she, and she goes over to Krista and she gives her a speech. And it looks like she's about to kiss her. 
It looks really hardcore like she's about to kiss her. <laughs> Don't even lie to me, Brad. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so, too. And then she's like, Don't forget our promise. She jumps off, cuts her hand, and she turns into the Titan that uh, from the flashback. Yeah, that eight miners friend. Yeah, and that's where that episode ends. Yeah, it's like boom, cut to credits, and it's like yeah. shit. So that <laughs> happens, and now we're on to our next episode, <laughs> episode thirty, Historia. I wonder Which if that starts means with anything. a flashback of history. Yeah, the, I think the first half of the episode is a flashback. Yeah. yeah. So it's a flashback of when they were training together. Like back in this, the, this, you know, when they were training to be soldiers. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole big scene of... Oh, wait, we forgot in, the, in that knife scene in the previous episode. That is when we learn that she knows that Krista's a bastard. So, yes. So yeah, she tells Krista that she joined up because she met her in... Because she was stealing some bread from from one of the churches, and she overheard the fact that Krista is her assumed is Krista's assumed identity. She is really the bat. She's really the bastard daughter of a noble family. Yep. And her choice was get killed by the church or go assume a uh, go assume a uh, unassuming life. Uh, yep. So she chose that, and then. Uh, Historia, the episode begins with an extended uh, flashback of them training together in the survey. Yeah, the, so they're doing this snow mission, corpse. and it's gone bad because uh, it's and Krista Emir. I was about to say Egret. Egret, <laughs> yeah. But e- so, Krista Emir and everyone's favorite, always relevant character, Daz. <laughs> <laughs> You know, good old Daz. We've shared a lot of laughs with Daz, haven't we? I don't even remember if he died or not. I don't even remember if he was in the arc originally when we first saw it. He was in it because he was the coward guy in season one who, like, tried to convince everybody to leave. Oh, that's Daz? I'm pretty sure. Okay. The coward guy. I... I thought they made a character up. <laughs> oh no, we gotta we gotta help Poochie. <laughs> Every time Daz is not on screen, everyone should say, be asking, "Where's Daz?" <laughs> so yeah. yeah, things gone wrong. It's Ymir, Chris. It's Ymir, Krista, and uh, Krista's dragging Daz along because Daz is like passed out. Yeah, he's, he's injured. He's pretty far gone. And Emir and Krista have, like, an argument where Emir's like, listen, he's gonna die anyways. We don't have to die with him. Just leave him and let's go. And she's like, but he's the fan favorite. (laughs) Everyone loves Daz. (laughs) Hashtag Daz gang. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so so Krista won't give up on Daz. And eventually... Emir is just like you just want to die heroically. That's all this is. You think you think you can force the situation and Chris is still not giving up. So Emir fucking yoinks her away, yeets her away, kicks her. <laughs> oh no, she pushes her down the they get to the top of a cliff. Yeah. 
And they look down, and there is... There's uh, the camp. So, the camp right there. So, Ymir's idea is, we'll drop him, hopefully he survives, and people will hopefully find him. That's his best chance. <laughs> and Krista goes, no, we can't do that. So she goes, oh, whatever, I'll do it myself. She pushes Krista down the hill a little bit, but and Krista, like, gets covered in snow. Yeah, and, and then you see a flash of, of yellow. Yeah, and then Krista... And Krista, by the time she's back, Ymir and... And Daz are gone. We know as an audience that Ymir turned into her titan and brought him down the cliff. But yeah, they all get to base camp safely. Daz lives to fight another day. And Ymir makes a uh, a promise with Krista that, listen, we both have secrets, obviously. You don't know how I got down that cliff. And I know you're hiding something. When I give, when I reveal my secret, you got to promise me that you'll reveal yours. And so then we flash, we're out of the flashback. We're back in the modern day. What are you looking at right now? Brandon's got a look on his face. Daz is still around to the current point in season four. Daz is surviving! <laughs> Shout out to Daz. Daz gang! The, okay, the fact I didn't even know if he had died yeah. or not goes to show you I don't think he's going to have that much significance. Daz gang, Daz gang. You're going to be real surprised when they rewrite the ending of the manga for the anime. And Daz is... The most important character. <laughs> Damn. Yep, so I tell you a secret if you tell me mine. And then, and then so... We, I think that's when we cut to the present. Yeah, we cut to the present day and Titan, Emir. Brandon made me promise to stop giving them nicknames. And, and, and he will. So Titan, uh, Titan Ymir has sharp claws on her uh, hands and feet. And she's like... She's small. She's the smallest of... Uh, She's not a big titan. She's not like Aaron size. She looks like where the wild things are. About that, yeah. About that size, really. That's what I'm going to call her. Wild thing. <laughs> She's going to so, gnash her horrible teeth, and the wild rumpus is going to start, and the wild rumpus does start, and she's biting napes out. Oh, yeah. She knows exactly what to do. She has, like, full control of her titan, yeah. which led Nolan to say, I think Chet is just dumb. Yeah, Chet's <laughs> just fucking dumb. Every other titan we've met controlled by a person is, like, smart, and Chet's a fucking moron. <laughs> So that's happening. And she also talks. She does. So, again, Chet's a moron. <laughs> so, yeah, so Wild Thing is going through the circle, and she's, like, barely... She's trying her best to not touch the castle. Because the, the, the first yeah. towers already fell on the small ta- the smaller one, and, like, this new... The one everyone's on is, like, starting to shake a little bit. Yeah. So it's shaking a little bit. She's trying not to touch it, but, like... You know, she's not that big, and she's starting to lose the fight. Yeah. And Krista goes to the top of the tower and is like, Fuck this shit! Tear the tower down! And she's very confused. She keeps having flashes like, Why would she do this for me? And ha- keeps having gal pal flashes <laughs> of, like, training their friendship together, which are all of, like, Chris- of Ymir being really touchy-feely on Krista. 
<laughs> and Krista still hasn't put it together. Yeah. And she's like, tear it down, Ymir. Woo. So lesbians then, existed by this time. Like, yeah. I don't know what the time period is, but lesbians existed by this. <laughs> so then what happens is Ymir says, all right. Or a wild thing goes, fuck it. And starts grabbing oh, stones. Oh, this is so fucking cool. And might appear on a list later. Unless Maybe. the next batch of episodes are just wall-to-wall fucking crazy bonkers banana shit. Uh, but should we do Nolan's top three for both parts? I was thinking we just do a top ten. Nolan's top ten. Oh, at the end? Yeah, it's okay. the whole season. All right, sounds good. Uh, so, but yeah, so she... Jumps up on the tower, and she just, in this, like, long shot, she's, like, spinning on the tower, throwing bricks at the faces of the Titans. Smash, smash, crash, like, really doing some damage. Yeah, and then the tower falls, but she jumps up and she speaks to them. Grab me if you want to live. And they do want to live, so they do grab her. Uh, But, and then, so she... So then she brings him down safe. The other, all the Titans are like, grab her though, and are eating her and to bits. And again, Krista has more flashes of gal pal moments and runs and is like, no. And, but then a sick guitar riff riff comes in. Mikasa and the other, our main characters finally show up in the season in a significant way. Because Mikasa, Aaron, Armin, and the crew all ODM in and kill the bad titans. Aaron gets his first non-Shet kill and immediately runs into a rock. (laughs) (laughs) As he should. So yeah, so that happens every every major character pretty much uh, now sees as Emir is lying in smoke and steam that Emir is a titan as well uh, and badly hurt. Yep, and Krista grabs her and goes, "My name is Historia," and that's the end of the episode. Tell me when you want. Call me by, call me in the morning. I'll be on the way. Call me by your name. <laughs> so that happens, and that's how episode thirty ends, which leads us to this is kind of a minor episode. Not much happens in the next one. He set it up as a transition episode. <laughs> I had to because like it feels that way before the big thing. Okay, so. Okay, episode 31 is called Warrior. So, folks, so, folks, okay, so I probably been... cut this out of the episode where we talked about um, the end of season one. But when I was talking, I talked with Nolan about, hey, Nolan, what episode, when we originally were going to make it two separate episodes, I was like, Nolan, what episode do you think we should close it off on? And Nolan said, this one. <laughs> okay, and, so, so yeah. set up the name of this episode. Uh, we ha- There's been a thing that we... It didn't. We haven't talked about it in the descriptions yet because it would it, like of the plots of individual episodes. It didn't really matter, mm. but it now matters uh, that Reinhardt has been dealing with the difference between being a soldier and being a warrior, and we we don't really the definition as it seemed to be 
was that he used to be a warrior, now he's a soldier, and a soldier follows orders and is cares for his fellow soldiers. A warrior's just out there doing crazy shit. We get this episode, which seems really short, but it's a lot happens in it. But yeah. so it's so in the episode, uh starts off calm. The fight is over, the beast titan is gone. They uh they scale the wall. Yeah. Like, one at a time. Like, they don't have any really horses to do it. They have to manually, like, pull people up. Like, Reiner is, like, barely holding on and gets up with one arm and Aaron helps him. Yeah. So Reiner's arm was, uh, again, was half broken. Off. when it He's was... still in the sling. So, uh, Hanji is asking Krista questions about uh, Ymir. Mm, trying and... to figure out what's up. They bring up Ymir, who's in, like, a, like a hospital bed thing. A uh, stretcher. That's what it is. She's in a stretcher. Yeah, they she's she she's through. unconscious. She's yeah. like, like she should be dead, but she, if she were a normal human, but she is still got fucked up enough that she's unconscious. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then it just it seems like a very little thing when it happens. Is so Bertolt and Reinhardt are like talking about we're close enough to our home. We could just go home. We fought enough. And it is what Bertolt's telling Reinhardt. And Reinhardt's like, no. Well, the exact line, Nolan, is we're so close to going home to our hometown. Yeah, and <laughs> Reinhardt and Bertolt take Aaron aside. It's and it's Reiner. Reiner? Yeah. Reinhardt seems more... Ger- I, I I shouldn't... It's Reiner. Yeah, like, okay, so Reiner... I, 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 I let you get away a few times, but I'm like, if you, yeah, that's the name, it's Reiner. Reiner and Bertolt... Uh, they take, they take Aaron aside, and it really—it's a very low-key seeming scene at first. Literally, the other cast is walking away. It's in the background of another <laughs> scene happening. And he's like, "Hey, Aaron, I have to tell you something. It's important." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Listen, so I'm the Armored Titan, and Bertolt's the Colossal. Bertolt's Titan. the Colossal, and like you can clearly tell that." Bertolt has no idea this is about to happen. Yeah. And Bertolt's like, Reiner, you got it. You're being silly, dude. You got me going crazy. Yeah, what what kind of goofing gaff are you doing here? What are you talking about? And then... Then we get a flashback to the fact that uh, Hanji and Armin knew this, and Aaron wasn't didn't believe it. They didn't, but there was all these hints they gave, like, why did Annie, and the female, you know, why did the female Titan start on the right side of the scout division back then. And it was because that's the information Reiner and Bertolt got. And then once they had adjusted their information, suddenly the Titan went towards the middle. And Armin, in the same way that he had a usual suspect style, I guess this guy's Kaiser Soze flashback about Annie in uh, season one, he has that about Reinhardt and Bertolt. Yeah. of just like looking at the clues and flashing back to them, and so it seems like Bertolt's talked uh, Reiner into pretending he was just being a little crazy, trying to. Yeah, and, and he's like, "No, listen, you'll be crazy," and he's like, "Yeah." And then keep on. Oh, the scene is so beautiful. This is where the scene, one of the best scenes of the whole show, happens. Mm-hmm. So the whole episode, it's been. I like to to take over this little part because I've watched it like twenty times. Yeah. So like the scene, so. Their whole episode, the episodes beforehand, it's been dark or it's been rainy. Maybe some theme of like them being in the dark on things, not understanding what's going on. 
just dark and di- like you know dark and dismal and stuff. And then they talk about it, and then Reiner just says, he, "I'm a warrior." You know, he first starts out with like, "Damn it, I've been here too long." Like I don't even really remember what I was started here for. And he's saying this, and then Bertolt's like, Reiner, are you sure about this? He's like, yes. And he's like, right as the scene starts, the wind is so bad, this flag goes bonking down the wall, and then it's silence for a moment, and then the sun starts sh- showing through the clouds, and the music starts to swell, and he's like, as a warrior, I must do this. And then Bertolt's like, Reiner, right now! He's like, yes, we settled this right now. And as he's saying this, he takes off his sling and, and it, unwraps his arm. And, and you, it's fine. Yeah, his and you see is, that despite nearly being ripped off the last episode, his arm is fully regenerated and smoking as it is. And he, as re, he's regenerating, he's like, it's time. And then he's like approaching Aaron. He's like, I'm about to... You know, let's do this once and for all. Then Mikasa cuts both of their throats really yes. quick. So right before this, <laughs> uh, Bertolt, Reiner sells uh, Aaron, yo, Aaron, if you just come with us, no one else has to die. Yeah. He's like, this, just come with us and we'll be all set. He's like, no way i do that. Yeah, so he goes, it's us right now. And then as he's approaching Aaron, Mikasa swoops in and like fucking cuts his whole hand off yeah. and gets halfway through his neck. Yeah. And he's like, and then he's like, she's like, Aaron, get out of here. And she like stabs Berthold like fucking in his throat, like cuts his throat open. Yeah. And he's on the ground. And she's like, Aaron, get out of here. And she's about to finish Berthold. And Reiner slams into her and she's flying away. And it's like, oh, fucking shit. The music's building. And then you just see like Reiner and Berthold look at each other. And it's like, it's time. And you, the music starts to swell more, and you see the lightning come down from the sky, just like it did when the Colossal appeared yeah. in the Trost episode. Just- I put it together a bit before that of, like, I had that moment where it's like, wait, literally every Titan is portrayed as when they generate, like, fucking lightning striking around them. And that's exactly what happened at the beginning of the Trost arc. And I just thought it was stylistic at the time, because we didn't yeah. see them. So they turn, they transform into it, and it's like, oh, fuck. And it's like they're transforming on top of the wall. And Bertal as the Colossal, he's only, like, half-formed. Mm-hmm. Like, his ribs are, like, holding on the wall, and he only has, like, his torso and upper half as the tie-in. Yeah. And he's like... He transforms and he grabs Ymir from the peep from like the scouts. He grabs Ymir and then while the Colossal's grabbing Ymir, uh, Reiner grabs Aaron and slides down the wall. And Aaron's like, "How could this happen?" And he like has flashbacks to this. And he's like, "You traitors!" And he gets out of Reiner's grip, transforms into Chet, and fucking sucker punches. And that's where it ends. Yeah. And now the final episode we're gonna talk about for. For this section of it, before we go to a commercial, before we we do uh, Nolan, uncover your ears, and then a commercial break, and then the second half of season two uh, is the... Close combat. Yep. In which it's mostly an action-based episode, so we'll get through this one quick, I think. Yeah, so it starts with 
right where the last episode ended with Reiner getting punched in the face by Aaron into the wall. And Jesus Christ. So, like, uh, the Colossal in this episode is CG. One, I think that is understandable because how massive this creature is. I will say I'm... It doesn't look great. It looks fine. Like, I think the character animation of the scouts around him makes it fine with how it works. Mm -hmm. But on his own, he doesn't look great. And, like, I think that's something that season... um, So, Studio Wit was the ones who animated 1 through 3. And MAPPA is the one animating the last... uh, The two parts of season 4. I think MAPPA did much better CG work. But the contrast to that is that they didn't have as many good, like, 2D-focused, like, action scenes. So what that means is that in this episode, there's so much detail put into, like, every action that they're doing for the fight. And the CG version, you don't... I don't think they're really gonna be able to do that because of the limitations of a CG rig. Yeah. But, oh my goodness, it's so good. So he punches... He punches Reiner in the fucking face. He gets a first hit... But then Reiner is kicking his ass afterwards. And, like, as this is happening, the Colossal Titan is being attacked by the scouts. And right before they get close to him, he shoots off a thing of steam, just like he did with Aaron. But this time, he's staying there for some reason. He's, like, shooting off steam and big waves and staying there. As this is happening, Reiner and Aaron are fighting each other. And, like I said, like, it cuts back. And Aaron is just... Chet is handily losing this fight. But then Chet gets kicked so hard that Aaron has a flashback. <laughs> yeah. So keep in mind, uh, the armored Titan is, he has armor plates all over his body. Yeah. So like he is, like you can't, like I think before someone tries to cut him with like their swords, does not work. Like they break. He is like rock hard, like whole body. Like he's in a suit of armor basically. <laughs> And it makes him a bit slower, but you can't hit him anywhere. So that happens, and, the, and he has, uh, Aaron has a flashback to uh, sparring with Annie. And Annie shows him the technique of how to grapple an opponent that is stronger than you. Yeah. And so that he uses this skill to fight Reiner. And he realizes that Okay, he, but there's a really dumb... Uh, not a dumb moment, but Aaron's an idiot moment in between <laughs> there. In which, even though... The way flashbacks work, usually it's like you think of something because it's connected to something. Aaron doesn't realize <laughs> why he just had that flashback. <laughs> giving him the way to kill, to destroy the armored titan. It took him a second. He was like, wait, why did I think that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then he, he gets, uh, he, he, you know, he appears to look like, oh, I'm going crazy. I lost control. And Chet runs straight at Reiner to goad Reiner into trying to, like, sucker punch him. Yeah. And Reiner's Reiner's about to sucker punch him. Aaron, oh, this motion's, like, so sick. He, like, he moves his arm, like, across from Reiner and gets him into a nice grapple. Where, like, he's, ch- imagine he's, like, choking him with his shoulder, but it's his arm, it's, uh, the colossal, it's, uh, the armored titan's arm and neck. Mm-hmm. And he grapples him into a position and slams him onto the ground. And you're like... Fuck yes. And he's like holding him down as like the other scout members try to cut him around and it's not working. Yeah. And as this is happening, they just say, hey, eventually the Colossal Titan has to get out from the steam. Uh, you know, we'll just reposition half us here, half us there. 
and he's oh, grappling. I don't think we mentioned the steam yet, did we? Yeah, I did. Okay. I said that the Colossal, when they're trying to get him, yeah. he shoots off the steam. Okay, yeah. So Reiner and uh, Aaron are grappling with each other, and it's like, Aaron's doing pretty good. Like, Aaron's, like, getting to the point where he rips Reiner's arm off. Yeah. Like, you start seeing the cracks form. It's so good. And he rips Reiner's arm off and throws it away. Everyone's like, yes, go, Aaron! And then Aaron tries to think about, like, running away afterwards. But it's not really going to work. So instead he chooses, okay, I got to fight, you know, I got to fight Reiner again. So Reiner, with one arm, charges at Aaron and slams him into the wall. But then Aaron gets him another grapple again. This time, like, fully uh, locking onto his head with his arms and trying to squeeze his head off. <laughs> so as this is happening, Reiner's like, oh, trying to do the motions, trying to do this. And, like, he mind, Reiner, he has the power to remove parts of his armor. So he removed the armor on the backs of his legs to make him uh, fast enough to slam into Aaron extra hard. So the back of his legs are now exposed as he's getting grappled. And the scouts notice that. And Mikasa shoots down and cuts down like the tendons in the backs of his le- of his knees. Yeah. So he can't hold on anymore, and he like kind of collapses a bit as Aaron keeps, oh, keeps squeezing his head and keeps squeezing it out. But then Reiner lets out a call. Well, the Armored Titan lets out a call. A straw, a scream around and there. I want to describe what I thought was about to happen here. I'll say first the one thing else to notice is that. Reiner is pushing Aaron towards a certain spot, and yeah. then he screams. But what do yeah. you think was going to happen? I thought that the wall... I thought that the a wall. titan was going to bust out of the wall for the to join the fight. Oh my god, that would have been fucking insane. That's not what happened. What happened was cool, but that's where I thought it was going with it. Because the thing that's worrying is, like, the reason the guy covered it up is I feel like if one Titan got out of the wall and, you know, they're all kind of stacked together, yeah. it would just be like a, tra- a chain reaction, you know? Okay. It'd be like the first wall Titan got out and then the sun would hit the other ones and, like, you couldn't fucking stop it, you know? <laughs> it would just be like a chain reaction thing. So anyway, but that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. That'd be fucking insane for that. But um, instead, that's Reiner's call. And then Bertolt, who's like pretty much the Colossal, who's pretty much all bones at this point, is like, realizes that's his moment. And he guides himself off the wall and he descends from the wall, this fucking massive skeleton. And smacks directly to where Aaron and Reiner are. And that's where we end this batch of episodes. That's where, that's the last thing you say. And then yeah. it cuts to the credits where, um, so that was the last one and holy shit, what a ride. Yeah. Like, great first half of the season. I think the second half gets, there's some moments that are really, really great there too. But th- this has some of the biggest reveals of the season, which yeah. is crazy. Thankfully, they kind of settled down from, like, secret Titan stuff after this. Yeah, if it went much further, it'd start getting stupid. Like, I said, we need to do the thing blood test. Cut everybody's pinky, a little bit of pinky off to make sure. But, like, I'll say that is that um, the secret Titan stuff becomes... Yeah, there's a little... That's not something that's a big thing going forward. Thankfully, like they kind of established the cast more or less at this point for what happens for a lot of the rest of the show. Yeah. 
So that's a. I think it's a good move for this at this point in the story to do that. Because it'd feel weird if in the, in the middle of like season four, it was like, oh, Connie was a Titan all along. <laughs> it'd be kind of dumb. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, could you imagine like a show built around the mystery of are these people just normal humans or are they something different hmm. if they just kept revealing that, oh, Dolores is a robot and oh, God. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright's a robot. The least successful Hemsworth is a robot? <laughs> and then in season three, they were like, oh, no, we, we've kind of overplayed the robot. Everyone's Dolores now. That would be a really fucking stupid show about cowboy robots in the West. Yeah. A world of the West. We're talking about Westworld. <laughs> what if they brought Aaron Paul on and, like, you got excited because... Ooh, that seems like an interesting new direction. And they did nothing with it. Oh, it is? Oh. Like, Westworld has an amazing first season. It does. But then, especially the ending, but then it just doesn't know what to do with it afterwards. And yeah. it's sad and, and disappointing. Thandawee Newton's good in it, at least. She's Maeve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. good. So, anyways, um, yeah, so Westworld... You can watch season one, it's a great time, but don't expect to get anything else out of it. Yeah, Westworld sucks. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, Nolan, uncover your ears. This is already going to be, like, <laughs> by far our longest episode ever. Yeah, so. well, this is about the length from our other Attack on Titan things. So yeah, far. but we've got half to go. Yeah, no, I know. This will be our biggest yeah. one, of course. So, <laughs> on to... So, usually we have a section um, called Nolan, cover your ears. Um, but we're going to start with Nolan, keep those ears uncovered. Because um, I have some foreshadowing that I'd like to bring that up to you. And we're going to do this a few times is when there's big reveals in the show. <laughs> like, you know, Reiner and Bertolt being the colossal armor titan. Yeah. So, and Annie also being the titan is something I didn't uh, say to him about yet. Let's go through in the first season and a half, all of season one, the, a little bit of season two we've had so far, all of the hints about these characters being the titans. Okay. Episode three. <laughs> Their introduction episode, yeah. Introduction. Bertolt, quote, says, Society pushed them to be soldiers so young. I guess I'm not so different, though. Because yeah. it's, you know, they're the same age. So at the time of the fall of... Uh, Shingashima. Yeah, yeah, fall of Shingashima. Bertolt was as Aaron's age. Yeah. So that happened. And then... um. Episode four, Reiner t says to Annie, remember why you're here during their training. Yeah. Episode six. This is one of the bigger ones. Episode six. So this is during the Battle of the Trost arc. And the first, you know, the the outward Trost gate has been opened, has been, you know, destroyed. But they haven't done the inward one, right? Yeah. It's just the outside one. So Annie asks Reiner if it's time and Reiner says, not yet. We need to let them gather first. Oh, God. So at the time, you just think of that as, oh, you know, he's on the good guy side. He's trying to make sure the Titans are together so they can take him out easier or something. Yeah. Looking back on it, uh, they were biding their time to destroy it. <laughs> yeah. Another thing being, uh, the Colossal Titan showed up the day uh, the elite, like Levi and the Scout Squad was farthest away. So they knew yeah. about that stuff. There's 
especially the bottle of trust, there are so many shots of Annie Birdall and Reiner together. <laughs> so many of them hanging out. So that happens, and okay, so Bertal, Annie, and Reiner. So they hear the cannon fire, like, what's going on here? Because they're trying to like figure out what's up. Yeah. So then they get some crazy things where they're like, "What?" When Aaron turns into the t- into Chet. Yeah. Because they're like, "Shit, this is something." Oh, in episode thirteen, so this is the the epilogue of the Battle of Trost. Reiner and Annie are helping to clean up the corpses from it. Yeah. And Annie seems sad about it, and Reiner tells Annie to not mourn and to just help bury them. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things. In episode 15, when he hears about the basement, they're like, the basement, maybe that has the clues. Mm-hmm. In episode 30, 23, Annie says, quote, I'm a failed warrior. Ooh, more warrior stuff. More yeah. things about warrior. Warriors, warriors, warriors. I wonder if that's an important thing. Warriors come out to, to play. play. Yes, yeah, so then we're getting to season, uh, where we are now with the episodes of season two. Where in Soldier, Reiner basically tells Ymir to continue gaslighting Connie. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, you're doing great. Like, you just, you know, you keep doing that. Uh, and at the time, it plays like him. It plays like, because Con- he frames the con Because he doesn't know Ymir's a titan. That's a surprise to him as yeah, well. Yeah, he does not but, know that. But it plays as if he's like... Yeah, he, he shouldn't be thinking about this. This is good. Mm. When he's really like, get her off our scent. Get him <laughs> off our scent. Basically, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When Berthold and Reiner, Reiner, calling something like, oh, Reiner's such a hothead. He always comes charging into stuff. And then Berthold says, yeah, that's a bad habit of his. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was just fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's just something along the lines like, oh, he's all charging head forward and stuff. So, um, Bertolt says, uh, Reiner says to Bertolt, we're going back to our hometown in episode 29. Yeah. And then what's really interesting is something I didn't even realize. I don't think people talk oh, about. Oh, which, because in season one, they say their hometown is gone. So, like, yeah. that, you know, well, yeah. Well, maybe that's a hint. I don't know. Okay, episode 29. The end, though, what's really interesting is. One thing I didn't, I really picked up on the second watch is Bertal is being like kind of not forward with it, but kind of hinting at to Reiner that like, yo, remember your mission, dude. Yeah. Where like, there's literally a scene at the end where if you remember, Bertal looks at Reiner and he says, back then Reiner was more of a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't, he's like, yeah, you were doing great. But then I don't know, man, you see more of a warrior back then. Yeah. And then Reiner seems to recognize that for something. <laughs> and then, um, oh, you're going to fucking hate this one. Okay. It's right in front of it. It's right in front of it. Okay. It, it's a very obvious thing if you, if you can find, like, if you look for it. In episode 30, Historia, when, you know, your mirror turns into a uh, wild thing and starts rap, you know, ripping up Titans and she jumps onto the tower as it's collapsing and tells people to jump on, right? Yeah. As the tower's collapsing, this is a real thing, you can you can see it. As the tower's collapsing, and Ymir jumps up and looks at them. Remember, it's in the shot, it's Historia, Bertolt, Reiner, and uh, Connie, all four of them? Yeah. Bertolt is about to bite his hand in that shot. It's a real thing. In that shot, you your eye focuses on Historia, because she's the main character at that point. Yeah. She's the main focus. 
yeah. right to the left, just like how Aaron bites his hand. Yeah. Bertolt is like open mouth about to bite his hand. Oh my god. When that happens. Cause like, you know, he didn't want to die. And that was the interesting thing with Reiner too in that episode, is that when he's about to be killed by like the three meter, he's like I'm so disappointed in myself. How could this happen? Yeah. Because, you know, he's a big fucking strong Titan guy. Yeah. So that happens. Uh, episode 31, Warrior. Uh, obviously, there's a good amount of foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, he basically says, I'm pathetic when he looks uh, to... It was a really good foreshadow of the fact that he was about to turn into the Colossal Titan. When he turned into the Colossal Titan. Exactly. That was just exquisite. Uh, I, just, I just love the thing where he's just like, yeah, so I'm the Colossal Titan. I'm the I'm the armored. He's the Colossal. And our goal is to destroy humanity. <laughs> like He's so yeah. forward about it. And I told Nolan about this, but now I, I had to hide why. I think in the show, Reiner is most likely overall my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Because... You'll see that there's this kind of Brandon divide. loves a bad boy. <laughs> I love the baddies. <laughs> but like, oh goodness. There, there, come season four, there's going to be some really interesting things about Reiner. But there's already good stuff now. Because when I told Nolan that, uh, he was like, why? And I'm like, oh, he's just a good supporting character. <laughs> Little did, did he know, Reiner is like one of the main guys now. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to happen. So. Uh, that's Nolan Uncover Your Ears. That's all the things I noticed. All right, so let's before. go on to commercial break. Watch that second half of the well, season. I did meant, I do now have to have Nolan cover his ears because there's a couple things that have not been revealed yet. Okay. All right, and go. I am all right, so a lot of it happens in episodes. So, hi, folks. Um, this is uh, me spoiling the rest of the anime that's been out so far. So that's the first half of season of uh, part one of season four. Uh, so if you haven't watched before that, don't listen to this because I'm going to spoil all of that stuff in the anime. But I will not spoil the manga. So anyways, episode 29, Soldier. The guy, so they find supplies that are not in their language. We don't realize until later that that is, of course, the Merlean language that the 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 warriors, you know, of Marley, the invading force of Paradise Island, and they find that oh shit, this is where when they first arrived, oh this is where um the Beast Titan was staying in the tower and like the other guys as when they first came, because the thing is there's no fucking canned food, there's no canned food in the in the the technology is not there, and on top of that. Of Ymir being able to read the language because she's also from Marley. Same with Reiner, who's like freaked out by that. The fish, the fish is a herring. The herring is an ocean fish. That's a pretty big hint about that. Yes, that Mar, that Paradise Island is not alone. So that stuff happens, and instead, there's a lot of things about these episodes about Bertolt. I said about the warrior stuff because Bertolt understands what the, why they're there to take that to take the founding titan and Bertolt is not understanding why because he's kind of been too deep at this point to really understand because Bertolt hasn't really made too much of a connection with the scouts too much it's really been Reiner so that's been interesting to see how he conflicts with that but we're they're trying to go back to their hometown and when they say we're so close to our hometown it means like we're so close to getting Aaron and coming, going back to Marley to finish the mission. So that's everything. So that's it.
That's awesome. all the stuff. So we'll be back after a brief commercial break. Yep. So we'll we'll brief for you a couple of hours for us. Yep. So we're gonna be covering episodes the rest of season two. So that's going to be episodes uh, from this season. Just everything you've watched so far of season two, everything after that. Everything after that. So <laughs> episodes eight to I think 13 is how many episodes are left. Yeah. So all the rest of season two is what we're going to cover in the sec- in uh, the second half of this episode. So stay tuned for that. It'll be a fun one. So we'll, we'll see you in like a minute. From your perspective, but yeah, a lot longer from ours. second half of season two and amir is by far the best character is my opinion okay we'll get into that so we had just finished the watching it and we'll start with our overall thoughts on the second half of season two and then just season two in general for a bit and then we'll go on to um some plot stuff yeah so this had me far more excited than the first half did i think Mm. you you saw me <laughs> on the edge of my seat at several points. Some of them for things you'd find justified. Some of them for not. Uh, <laughs> interpersonal conflict and then my shipping stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we got we got some romance in this section. And you know me, I love some romance. But oh, yeah. let's get right into the let's get right into the uh, episode synopsis. Uh, wait, do you want to say anything about what you think about the second half? Yeah, my goodness, <laughs> I remember being a lot of stuff happening and really good. But like, especially in the second time watch, it's like, oh my goodness, like there's so many elements of uh, touching back on season one in that part of season two, and just like finalizing some arcs and like. What's really interesting is in the first half, by the end, it's like, okay, oh shit, Colossal and, you know, the Colossal and Armored, they're the bad dudes now, those are our protagonists, you know, those are the bad dudes now, we gotta fight them. But this half of the season is like, you know, Ymir wants to join the baddies. <laughs> Ymir <laughs> wants to join the, it's, uh, Ymir's got a lot going on, that's why I like her the most, uh, but she's just, which is crazy, because she was, 
such a nothing character season one. And, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's like Theon. Theon Greyjoy is pretty much a nothing character in season one of Game of Thrones. And in book one of the book mm. uh, books. But uh, then, you know, season two and book two onwards, he becomes a very compelling character. Uh, and, and Ymir does the same. Uh, she is dope as fuck. Uh, in and so let's uh, let's talk about the episode so we can talk about all the ways that Ymir is dope as fuck. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we can start out with episode thirty three, the hunters, which starts with uh, well, we had the skeleton. We left off with the skeleton collapsing on top of Aaron Yeager of the Colossal Titan. And uh, by the way, spoilers for. Th- Oh, we don't have to say this. Yeah, we already spoiled it. Yeah, this uh, feels like recording a separate episode, but it's all part of big one big one. Yeah, so, so yeah, so the colossal titan uh, skeleton collapsed on top of Aaron Yeager, and we learned that you know when it leaves a cliffhanger like that, usually as an audience member, I'm like, okay, it looks bad, but they're gonna turn it around, <laughs> and nope, <laughs> it's just this massive steam, massive explosion, and. Bertolt and Reiner run off with the prisoners in tow of Ymir and uh, Aaron Yeager. Oh, yeah. All right, so... Which leads to, um, they're trapped in there. This is... Episode 34 is more of a an epilogue where it's like... Or it's like a lull point where they try to set up things for the second half. It's an episode about just, listen... Erwin Smith is very important for the end game of this season, but he wasn't important for the first half, so we didn't show him. But <laughs> you, we gotta in- reintroduce Erwin Smith, and so that's pretty much what this episode's about. Yeah, it's reintroducing Erwin, and they're all setting up to like retake, you know, get Aaron back because mm-hmm. they said without Aaron, like this is not gonna work. Yeah, we need Aaron. We need yeah. Chet. We don't need Aaron, but we sure as fuck need Chet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and so during uh, so then uh, during the episode, it's just it's a lot of character growth stuff, but not much plot stuff. It, besides, plot wise, just what happens is uh, heroes lick their wounds. Then Erwin Smith shows up at the place where the battle took place and brings everyone, leads everyone uh, on a charge to go to go re. Reclaim Aaron and uh, yeah. and Emir. Uh, well, As meanwhile, Hanji sends some scouts out to check out uh, Connie's village. That's yeah. plot-wise what happens. But we get a lot of great character moments of they keep tiptoeing closer and closer to stating the obvious of Mikasa being in love with Aaron Yeager. Uh, and we get that again because she wakes up from her injuries and art and. She's talking with Armin, and she talks about how all she wants in life is to be by his side, which is not something you say platonically. As an ally. <laughs> I couldn't, like, walk up to some of my good friends who are women and be like, all I want in life is to be by your side, and them not to take it as a romantic thing. <laughs> yeah. And there's also, as, like, character moments, you really see in this episode, because half. I think like a third of this episode is just Reiner and Reiner and Bertolt having uh, Aaron and Ymir captured and then just talking. That's the next episode, which is I, entirely that. 
Oh yeah, thirty three. Sorry, yeah, yeah thirty three is the one where it's yeah, it's getting two, that point. it's two episodes. It, it, the two episode, the next two episodes are taking place at exactly the same time, pretty much, and focusing on different at yeah. parts of the cast. So I guess to close out episode thirty three, uh, Han Hannes is back. He's- yeah, Hannes is back. Oh, we do get a flashback sequence that was really fun of Kid Aaron and Kid uh, Mikasa beating the shit out of some bullies <laughs> who picked on Armin. And yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's good. Oh, Gene is back as well. Gene's in the fray again. He's been pretty absent, but he's back. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's 32. 33. Uh, you want to sum this one up? Or, sorry, that was episode 33. So, 34 is oh, called yeah. Opening. So, that is the one where um a lot of this episode is... Aaron and Ymir, like, you know, kidnapped. They cut off their limbs so they can't turn into Titans until they regenerate. Yeah. And while and uh, Reiner and Bertolt are in the trees. They're all in the trees mm-hmm. and they've captured them. And they're, what they're waiting for is they're hoping that by night these Titans will, like, be tired and go to sleep and stuff. Or, like, just not be active. Yeah. And then they can, like, get Aaron and Ymir and just book it the fuck out. Like, wherever they're gonna go, wherever they want to go. Yeah, because the mindless titans will overwhelm them. Yeah, there's way... Because, keep in mind, at this point, they're outside... They're between uh, Wall Rose and Maria. Yeah. So, like, they're in the tit- They're in Titan country. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that whole thing happening, they have a big, long discussion with all of them about, like, certain things and stuff. And it's kind of clear that, like, Aaron's like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> all the whole time. Yeah. Because Ymir... You know, it's very obvious. Aaron's been so absent. When they're talking about the Beast Titan, he doesn't even know what the fuck they're talking about. He's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's the thing. He's like, what? Huh? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? A monkey? Huh? Yeah. So with that happening, um, right. So they're talking about... This is an episode that I can tell is going to feature heavily on Nolan cover your ears. Because it's all allusions <laughs> to stuff. They call they call Aaron the coordinate, which we more or less get the idea of what that means by the end of the season. But uh, It's introduced here. But they, like, say, the a they, say, of, they, they say a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so they talk about themselves. And I guess character moments wise, you can see that Ryan... Bertel has a little bit, but especially Reiner is like really torn between like his fake persona as a soldier... Yeah. And his real mission as a warrior. Bertolt's more like, mm, I'm a little twink on the team. <laughs> He's ah, a big twink on the team. I'm a pouty little twink. <laughs> you, fi- I'm going to pout while you guys figure this out. <laughs> That's my Bertolt impression. You know who would have... And Aaron Yeag, but Yeah, so the whole episode is just waiting. And it's it's yeah. a good and tense episode. You can really see that Reiner is like commenting about, oh, Krista loves me and we're going to be together and everything. And he's just so delusional that like, it, it feels like he hasn't quite realized yet that like, he is now an enemy of the of the government of the world. Yeah. Like, he's now a t- fucking terrorist. He's an open terrorist now. And, uh, you know, it's, we should, we should keep track of the fact that uh, there's a zero Daz count in either of these episodes. There's no we Daz. Got, we gotta keep track of Daz, so... Do we remember... Do you remember what Daz looks like? 
<laughs> wow, you fake Daz fan. How dare you? Do you okay. remember what Daz looks Daz like? Daz looks like tired Gene. <laughs> he does. He looks like an older, more tired. He's like, he has kind of the hairstyle like Gene, if I remember right, a bit. Yeah. He's got the gray hair, he got kind of the gray hairstyle, but he's got like, like, uh, you know, shadows on his eyes. Okay, that's what Daz looks like. Tired Gene. We, if you were to look around for Gene, oh, that's Daz. <laughs> How many episodes have we had since Daz? Oh my goodness. It's gotta be at least 15 at this point. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, um... Well, I mean, I guess for us, our last Daz count was, uh... Was the flashback, so... We've had... we've. We haven't gotten that many Dazzles episodes. <laughs> yeah. Our Daz our Daz influence is still not is not fully de- our Daz flame has still not fully gone out to enter embers. It's still there. Yeah, we are but yeah, anyways, opening... We are seven Dazless episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so in thirty four, you know, it's just build up. They're riding towards the scouts get to the start of the forest. And um I think that this is the point where Ymir is like you guys, you gotta capture uh, Historia. Yeah. Like, you gotta take Historia with you. Oh, yeah, and we find out, for some reason, they want Ymir dead? Like, most likely, well, they... Well, they, they, ate, they, 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 ate, they ate their friend. He, she ate their friend. Yeah, Ymir did eat their friend. but And none of, neither of the guys are really taking that personally. <laughs> but they're like... We gotta bring you back, and we hope you don't get eaten, but you're probably gonna get killed. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening. But um, the end episode is they agree. That's like, yeah, we're gonna get Ymir. And I think this episode ends with... um. She gets brought to court. She thinks all is lost. Her public defender come, <laughs> bursts through the door. Larry Bighead. <laughs> I was gonna say Daz. <laughs> No, he's the opposition. <laughs> Daz is the prosecutor. Yes. Big Head Larry is the is the defense. Big attorney. Head Larry is the down to earth public defender who, who will give Ymir her time in court. They used to call me Slippin' Larry. <laughs> yeah. So that was thirty four. Remember, right? Is this the episode that ends with a uh, Ymir transforming? And then she's like, no, 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 that's, that's the next her, one. Because the next episode is like dedicated to Ymir. It's a Ymir episode. And this is where I was like, oh, yeah, Ymir's my favorite character. Uh, yeah. Episode 35. So they're, you know, I think this uh, opening ends with them, the scouts getting to the forest. Things are about to go down. And then boom, episode 35, children. So children starts with uh, that scout that Hannes sent to a. That Hanji sent to uh, to check out uh, Connie's town, seeing the uh, seeing the gross deformed Titan uh, that on Connie's house, and putting it together slowly that that is Connie's mom. Uh, and he doesn't say it explicitly, but we see him figuring it out. Uh, and then it's yay a Ymir episode because it's so we go to Ymir and. Ymir and Aaron, and Aaron tries horribly to make an escape attempt. <laughs> he hits Reiner with his stumpy arms that don't have any hands He anymore. stump punches him yeah. in dun, the dun, face. Dun, dun, dun. And it's just... 
You've seen the movie Death of Stalin, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know the scene where Stalin's son is trying to is trying to uh, like pull a gun on the guards, and it's just an awkwardly slow wrestle to the ground that he's clearly losing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this was. <laughs> if that's happening, and then Emir's Emir and Bertolt are talking, and she's like, "Yeah, it's been sixty. I spent sixty years as that wandering as that thing." Right. And then like, we what? go to flashback. Flashback. Mode. Oh wait, no, we don't this go to flashback is... mode immediately because then yeah, this they're, also... they're going for ODM. They're and... going through ODM. This is the first hint that they're talking about about um, they mentioned that Krista is the backup for them if Aaron isn't the coordinate. Yeah. So they mentioned that like they're like oh our Historia is the backup like okay I understand stuff so yeah she transforms and she's on the no, tree. So what happens exactly is that. They're going to just abandon her and try and get her later. But she's like, no, that won't do. You need me. And they're like, okay, I guess we got it. But, uh, so so then she she transforms. And as she's transforming, we get this beautiful, beautiful sequence of her as a kid. Uh, Ymir was brought in as the head of a cult. Uh, yeah. And... Then when the government, and this we understand was a long, long time ago. It's an entirely different, like, aesthetic of what it looks like. It's yeah, like, like the guys look like Civil War. Yeah, I, I think they're supposed to be, like, since it's Germany, like, like, 1870s. Hessians. Like, Hessians? Yeah, Hessians were like those... Are like you know like German soldiers. Okay, but like you know old old school stuff. Yeah. yeah, like the guys that they sent over to do work for for the U.S. during the Revolutionary War. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it looks like. But yeah, they bust up the cult, and they, she refuses to say that she isn't really a god. So, just I am Ymir. I am the blood of the. Something. I, I am the mother of dragons. I'm the mother of dragons. She's, she's wearing a Daenerys outfit. She, she is. She is. But yeah. So then there's a really creepy execution scene, in which she, the, her and her followers are all lined up at the top of a wall, and they're being stabbed and thrown into. Well, they keep you off. It looks like a fire, but it looks like somewhere between a fire. And the Titan lightning. And. Mm. But yeah. So they're all being stabbed and thrown into it. And after Ymir is stabbed and thrown into it. She wakes up as her Titan form. And. Is so sad to not have a cult anymore. She just. Finds her hole. And lays in it. And years and years go by. Then we find that. Uh, camp with our one li our uh, here's our well I guess not our one because we've gotten Annie flashbacks already this season yeah. but we get an Annie appearance <laughs> a wordless Annie appearance when she we is. see the scene enacted where she killed uh, Reiner's friend uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah then killing that friend we don't know why she doesn't know why but then she wakes up in a blue desert with this beautiful beautiful sky of stars and she's naked and we see her butt crack uh, <laughs> but it's a really beautiful sequence and she just realizes she's free of the titan 
And then she, uh, she's like, after that, fuck it. I'm going to steal. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. Yeah. But that's a, it's a montage of her, uh, finding out about Krista falling in love of with Krista slash Astoria Mm. and stuff. And it's really sweet. And I I mean, I'm the ship guy. So (laughs) I, I sailors as your fuel. But yeah, so it was, and then we get the sequence of her. So like they come across the, uh, the, the 104 comes across her in the woods and they're like, oh, she's here to help. And Krista goes ODM's face first to, towards her for like an embrace of her friend. And gulp. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, yeah, wild thing, uh, wild thing catches Catches Krista in her mouth. Uh, you know, it's just—it's a joke there about the the lesbian eating her crush. But, <laughs> but, uh, but then, uh, yeah. So then runs off with her. Yep. And ends the episode where they've got Krista. Where they now have she's riding the back of the armored Titan. Uh, they've got. Chris, they've got Krista, uh, fucking, uh, okay, so they've got, there's Krista, there's Emir, and there, uh, Bertolt, uh, Reiner, and Aaron, all together, uh, some more willingly than others, and then Hannes calls a charge to keep pursuing them. Yeah. Okay, so next episode. But a boom Episode 36, Charge. Oh, yeah. So, Charge is... So, these last three episodes, I really think it's... Or two episodes? Well, we had Children, Opening, and The Hunters. Yeah, so Charge, last... and these are... It's... I think it's useless to talk about these last two episodes as two separate episodes. Yeah, so we're talking about episode yeah. 36, Charge, and episode 37, Scream, at the same time. Because yeah. they're very action-heavy, and they, they absolutely bleed into each other. Yeah, so it's... So, yeah, there's... <laughs> God. Uh, you want to explain the plot of this one? Oh, my goodness. So much happens. So, like, basically, at this point... Aaron, so Ymir takes Historia and grabs her. And Ymir, Reiner transforms into the armored titan and takes Bertol, Aaron, and Ymir, who's still in her titan form, on his back. And Ymir's titan is holding uh, Historia. And they're running and they're walking. There's a lot of, like, character complexities in this part because, like... (laughs) They're talking, and, and Historia's like, what's going on, Ymir? What are you doing? And, and Ymir's like, listen, like, you're, you, please, like, you're my hope out of here. Like, if you don't, if you don't come with us, I'm going to die. They are going to kill me. Like, they said that if, if I'm good and I help you bring you in too, then maybe I'll be spared and stuff. And, because Historia, even though she's not ready to say it out loud yet, is also down bad for Ymir. <laughs> Uh, she's like, I'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So then, uh, but also we know Emir's real 
real uh, motive isn't the being spared. It's the fact that she thinks something horrible is going to happen to the human society, and she wants Historia somewhere safe. She says she says multiple times, "There is no future within the walls." Yeah. But yeah, so uh, so that happens. So then, uh, the uh, all of our our one hundred four cadet team they catch up and they get on to a they get on to Reiner. All onto his onto like, chest, collarbone time, area. And he's holding his hand over uh, Bertholdt and the prisoner, Aaron. Yeah, trying and, to protect them as he's running in the running away. And they have a conversation with Bertolt where it's like, Bertolt clearly doesn't want to be doing this. Uh, he admits as much. He, he says, do you think we wanted to do this? Do you think someone who had the choice would want to do this thing? Yeah, and he's like, and so it's like, they're like, then just give up. And he's like, no, you've got to, blood has to be on your hands. You've got to yeah. kill me. He's like, it's too much. He's like, this is not going to, you know, we can't just reconcile this. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot believe this stuff. And they try to like, you know, ease him in. Like, oh, remember you used to always sleep funny. We thought it was really funny when we were, we lived together for three years, Bertolt. But yeah. it's it's starting to get to him, but it's not much. Mm-hmm. So that's, they're trying to slowly try to ease him out of it. Amicus is sitting there like, give me Aaron back. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to negotiate. Mikas is just like, fuck you. <laughs> give me Aaron back. And then that's, so that's all uh, brought to a, so they have to jump off though when Erwin Smith's plan comes to fruition. Oh, it's so fucking good. Erwin, and this had been like, we've gotten like, br- during the first half of the episode, we get like, a brief scene with him where he's clearly planning something. He's but like, we don't know what. Listen, he's like, let the Titans chase you. And I was like, what? Trust me on this. And then we see it. He's coming over the horizon towards <laughs> the head, like on for a face to face collision with the armored Titan with a horde of Titans <laughs> behind him. Going straight at him. And he's like, everybody diverge. And like the one of four cadets, they all jump back to their horses Everybody's trying to fucking get away from this like impact that's about to occur, and yeah. the uh, the Titans just smack straight into Reiner and like the just <laughs> bunch of fighting. Yeah. And, Ymir's uh, trying to keep the Titans off him. Yeah, Ymir, Ymir uh, to keep uh, Historia safe jumps off and is like ripping her way through Titans out of the horde. And at this point, Erwin <laughs> Smith turns his horse around and is like. There is, the only way to success is Aaron Yeager. This you is must how you save him. Yeah. This, charge. Charge. He's like, this and is the only way. This is the only way humanity can win. Charge. And he has his right arm raised with the with the this you know the sword. And a titan comes along and <sighs> bites his arm, ripping him off his horse. And he still is yelling, charge! Oh, as it's there's, going. oh, it's even better. There's like a pause. Like, like he gets, like, this this Titan running off fours, like, rips him by the arm off his horse and starts dragging him away. And you hear, Commander Erwin! Yeah. And, and then, like, there, he's being pulled away. And he look and he's like, for a second, he's like, oh, and then he looks back at the, at the rest of the, the squad, the scouts, and he takes his other arm with a sword and he's like, advance! Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Aaron's right in front of you. Do not miss this opportunity. 
Yeah, so Armin is able to get on to, to the armored just, titan. Yeah, they all charge yeah. straight at him. At, Armin's able to get them. to the armored titan, and he's about to attack, but he uses his brains to be like, no, I'm, I can just get inside their head. And so he talks about the ways that Annie is being tortured. And which, which we know as an audience is not true. Yeah. Because she's, you know, encased in a big old hardened yeah. sphere thing. But Bartol doesn't know that. Yeah, and so it gets oh. under his head. And before that, um, there's like one mention of how Bertolt's into Annie. Yeah. And he And so it gets in his head and he's about and he like try he goes he tries to kill Armin when someone comes to the rescue. Someone does. An armless Erwin <laughs> Smith! With only his left arm. <laughs> shoo, shoo, comes in out of nowhere, cuts uh, Bertolt, or cuts Aaron free. And uh, slices open Bertolt's stomach, and then uh, gets Armin to safety, then drops off onto his horse. With one arm. Yeah. <laughs> and starts riding. He's like, everybody retreat. Because at this moment, like, a lot of the Titans are, like, holding on to Reiner. Yeah. And, like, keeping him still and stuff. And this is this is around still in episode 36, I think. Yeah. And at this point, uh, Aaron and Mikasa are on the ground. Uh, and Mikasa is hurt. Her rib cage has been... Her ribs have been snapped. Oh, yeah. Like, one time yeah. grabbed yeah, her Titan and squeezed her. And she's... When... And Jean saves her. Gene saves her. Yeah, but who comes through the mist of war? <laughs> a guy we haven't seen in a little bit. <laughs> you know him. You, you love him. him. The Smiling Titan. Yeah. The very first... Wait, he's not the very... He's not the very first Titan you see. He's the first one we see kill someone. Yeah. So the Smiling Titan is back and like... <laughs> and actually, that's how episode 36 ends. Yeah. That's the last part. And then 37 picks up with uh, Hannes, who, if you'll remember, ca- chickened out on mm. fight, fight, fighting the Smiling Titan. Save Aaron's mom. And he took yeah. the kids and ran instead. This time, he is not hiding. He's not running. And he faces he faces off with the Smiling Titan. Smiling Titan's big. The yeah. Smiling Titan is like Chet size. Mm-hmm. And he, he's making headway for a bit. And then he's not. Then he, he gets killed by the Smiling Titan. Oh, it's thing. so sad. And he's got more blood in him than I would have expected. Oh, it's so sad because he's winning at first. And then, like, Aaron's... Oh, it's so fucked. Because as it's happening, yeah. Hani, you know, Hans, Hani's is, like, circling around the Smiling Titan, cutting up his, like, uh, his ankle area, like, yeah. or his Achilles heel. Yeah. And he's like falling to the ground and you think he's winning, but Aaron wants to help in the situation because, you know, he has grown so much since when he was a little boy back then. Mm-hmm. And you see him, he doesn't quite, he is not quite fully regenerated. But he's still trying to bite his hand. And it's so him. far. He's like, <clears throat> he keeps like deeply biting it. Somebody like he grips out like a chunk of like flesh and he's like desperately trying to become the Titan as this is happening and he, he just can't do it. Yeah. And Hannes just gets fucking bit in half. And Aaron breaks down crying next to Mikasa about how like, useless he thinks. Yeah, he's like, I him. have not changed at all. He's like, I'm still a coward. And Mikasa... Oh, God, it's shipping time! Woohoo! Ship, ship, ship! 
<laughs> and, like, uh, in the plot right now, everyone's at their darkest moment. <laughs> like, Armin, like, Gene is unconscious. He fell off his, like, he smacked down on the horse. Fucking, fucking Armin is, like, has a sword. It's like, ah, like, trying to keep the Titan away. Like, people, the whole squad regiment is at risk of being wiped out right here. Yeah, so then, but shipping, shipping waits for no man. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, especially in the Emir Historia ship, it really waits for no That's man. very, <laughs> yeah, you'll, there's things about that. Man. Okay, but yeah, so, Mikasa gives him a talk about how much she, he means to her, and, you know, a bunch of tangible, important things, and then she ends with touching her scarf and going... And you wrapped this, and most importantly, you wrapped this scarf around me. To which Aaron, that gives him the courage. Because last season, what gave him, what got him to be able to transform and fight was hatred. Mm. But we're talking about love, baby. That's one of the reasons season two is better. Because <laughs> he stands up. And I unironically love the end of Interstellar when love is the answer. Yes. <laughs> I want to, I want to re-edit the the final fight of this uh, Tiger Titan season two to be, that's the power of love. Yeah, so he, so he, so he, stands, he stands up. up and he tells her, this is important, he tells her, I'll wrap that scarf around you for the rest of your life. Mm. I'll always do it. And he, and then, we see his fingers grow back. Oh yeah. And, he's getting right, he's, he's going up He's got, something's going on around, like, shocky stuff is happening. Oh, yeah. He's about, yes. he put, he, the Smiling Titan is he's about to grab him. reaching down, and Aaron punches, punches the Smiling Titan, and the second they make contact, like the skin on skin, it was like, boom, suddenly, big yellow lightning flash, all of the people who could turn into Titans see it. Reiner sees it. Uh, Bertolt sees it. I think Ymir sees it, too. Aaron sees it. Everybody sees this happen. It's like, like the Bill Electric sound effect. And the music starts to swell as like his punch actually worked and the Swine Titan like recoils his hand a little bit. And is going down for it again. Yeah, come down for again. When Aaron goes to punch again and in synchronized (laughs) with it, as he punches, a giant Titan leaps onto the smiling Titan. Oh, like another Titan who was about to eat them. Just and all the entire horde, the entire horde of mindless titans. Not none of the human, the ones we know are humans that yeah. can turn into things. But this, the hordes, all of their eyes go like glowing instead of human eyes, and they go to the smiling titan and rip him to pieces, and eat him, and devour them, and just. <sighs> yeah. Then Aaron sends the smiling titan. No, after the Smiling Titan's dead, Aaron sends his horde after Reiner and Bertolt. Yeah, because it's all the Titans. Like, like all the Titans that were attacking the other members of the Survey Corps, mm-hmm. they ignore everyone else and go straight for the whoever Aaron wants them to. Yeah, and so... and Aaron's like, attack! And, get them! And, and then, Reiner has a moment of thinking, of all the people that could have had the coordinate... Aaron, you are the worst possible person. Yeah. And so... And then... Uh, but yeah, it's looking bad for Reiner and Bertolt, but then, uh, Ymir, in her wild thing form, brings Historia back to 
has brought Historia back to her horse, and Historia's like, aren't you coming with us? And she just pets her head and says, I'm sorry. And then turns around and goes back to Reiner and Bertolt to help them escape. And saves them. Oh, it's so good. She's yeah. such a good character. And then, yeah, yeah so that's how the battle ends. Uh, and we get a scene then of them all at Wall at Wall Ro, uh, Maria? Maria? Yeah, Wall Maria, where uh, Shigashima District. Yeah, it's Shigashima and... Yeah, the one that was destroyed at the very start yeah, of the Yeah, and they're all resting on top of the wall, and they're like, why did you save us? She's uh, And she's like, I... I well, down. she doesn't really give an answer for that, but, but she's like, here, take me back. That You'll get in trouble if you come back empty-handed. Yeah. And so that's... So yeah, so then we get a scene where it's just Erwin uh, confirms with uh, Hanji and some people that in fact the attack was done by the village by Connie's village has been turned into Titans, and it shows that Titan. Titans are people. And Levi is kind of disturbed, but he's still above it all, a little snot, uh, about it, where he's like, he has a moment of like, I've been killing people all this time, but Erwin is fucking elated. Erwin's smiling. <laughs> because, in his words, we're one step closer to the truth. Oh, yeah. And, and then the final shot, I gotta, I gotta describe this, the yeah. final shot of the all of season two, the, the shot that leaves people out after a four-year wait is it goes through all like it goes straight outwards it starts with where they are and then it goes from like wall cena to like wall rose and it's like flashing between all the main characters like all of them you know, R- you know reiner Berthold, ymir like historia aaron it keeps flashing outward as it goes through the layers through the forests and mountains and hills of like the each layer of the wall and then it gets to wall maria and standing there and sitting there at the top of wall maria is the beast titan is the beast titan and on his shoulder is a dude well uh, no he comes out of the titan oh yeah he comes out so emerging from the beast titan is a mysterious blonde-haired man who adjusts his glasses and says no not yet and then cut to credits that's the last shot or like something it's along the lines like not yet yeah. And that's the last shot of season two. So, Nolan, I think you... I don't think it could do ten. It'd be too hard. Okay, so then, I'll just say overall, going back to the analysis, holy fuck, what a season. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great fucking season. Like, season two, I know that, I think some people complain, it's like, oh, you know, we're no closer to Aaron's basement and stuff, but, like, we are? <laughs> Because now they know these things about the world, and they're starting to get closer to the truth about what's in the basement. Yeah. So, like, season two, I think, was super necessary. Yeah. For, like, expanding the world. I think by this point, most of the main characters have been introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, most of the main characters for a good amount of the show are now, inc- like, now they've been introduced in the season. Okay. But, like, it's a half season, and... The very little filler, like bang, 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 yeah. all season. So we're gonna approach as our next, yeah. So 
Great season. So now let's go into Nolan. What? What? How many moments are we going to count down? Let's say top seven. Top seven. So this is a pod. Nolan's top seven Attack on Titan season two moments. Anime moment. <laughs> top ten. Top seven anime moments. Number seven. Number seven is going to be. It's gotta be. The Beast Titan looking back and saying, you can move now. Episode one. <laughs> That's such a great fucking moment. That's a good one. Yeah. Number six. Number six is going to be Ymir's wall, uh, tower maneuver of spinning around <sighs> the tower throwing bricks. Yeah, there's so much. Season one had great animation. Yeah. I, there are moments in season two that surpass it. Mm-hmm. Like, jeez, that studio really, really did their work on that. Number five. Number five is going to be Sasha and the Arrows. Sasha oh, yeah. uh, Sasha's stabbing uh, that Titan in the eye with an arrow and fighting a, a Titan on her own, even though she's not a very competent fighter. But winning is really great. Yeah, this is a great episode. Yeah. Now on to... Run number four. Yep, number four is going to be Erwin Smith yelling charge oh, it's so as good. he's being dragged away. I've watched that clip at least ten times. <laughs> like charge! Because then you see like all the fucking scouts being eaten, and oh it's a gorgeous moment. Like, oh my goodness. So that's number four. So now we're on to number three. Number three is going to be uh Number three is going to be uh, the the uh, Reiner and uh, Bertolt transforming for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That is a that is like almost a perfect scene. It is amazing. Of just like once, I am kind of wondering about their choice of including the reveal, like saying it and then doing it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would have been. Leading up to that, no, scene. I think I love it because I don't know if I'm su- if I'm supposed to take them seriously or not at first, or if they're just bullshitting. And then it's like, no, they're not bullshitting. Ah, uh, yeah. it's great. I like that. I like the way that plays out. But I'm wondering if what it needed was um, not the flashback, where basically they say, no, no, they're definitely not bullshitting. They are the guys. Yeah. And then it shows it. I wonder if it would have been stronger if. There was not the flashback there, and it was one consistent thing. Yeah, I I could get on board with that, especially since it's not like they didn't really take many precautions, anyways. Of no. like, we should keep these guys <laughs> keep their distance. Yeah, because if they did that, they would have taken them out in the castle. Yeah, but so. yeah, so that is my one critique of a before the perfect scene. Okay, because yeah. I don't, I didn't even remember that as a scene. Yeah. So like, just to show that that was not really a needed thing. So that is number three. Now what about number two? That is going to be Emir's backstory scene. Oh, it's, it's so beautiful. It's one of the best things in the show. Good. Yeah. Where it's like, it's giving you information, but it's withholding just enough. Yeah. To where like, you don't quite like, is it that guy? Is that another thing? Yeah. It's like just enough things are, are like, it's, like, I think what's good about this season is it does give away, like, it reveals some things, but, like, it keeps other things hidden. 
Yeah. But it knows what to give you to, like, make you continue to be interested. Yeah. Because I feel like if it just gave away everything here, or it gave away nothing, uh-huh. you wouldn't really connect with it. Yeah. For a pretty, pretty nice. Definitely. So now, Nolan's number one scene. Anime moment. So, this season overall was wonderful for me for one anime, prolonged anime moment that stood for, from pretty much episode two till the final episode, the final scene of the final episode. Alright. So, it's one prolonged moment of no Levi! <laughs> your top your top anime moment is the fact there was not an anime moment of Levi. <laughs> There's no Levi! Thank the Lord! That little pretentious hot topic prick stayed out of my attack on Titan for a season. <laughs> I think we're the only people covering Attack on Titan who have that. Who listen, like, listen. There's a reason Matt, Matt Mercer, who decided to make the horrible choice of voicing Levi in the American dub. There's a reason that the Adventure Zone is always going to be better than Critical Role, you fuck. And it's you, you <laughs> Levi fuck! <laughs> Levi is shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will get very positive feedback in this episode. I'm sure there will be no consequences for such statements. <laughs> Listen, so, if we started a beef with Critical Role, we win. It's not a Critical Role thing I'm worried about. It's about the Levi people. It's about the Levi pe- fangirls. We're done. It's over. I think we're too much of white dudes to have the Tumblr fan base like but invested the, the, in us. It's like Annie's scream in season one. They shall flock at the thought. <laughs> <laughs> And devour us whole. <laughs> there will be nothing left. Also, I should be clear. I'm sure Matt Mercer is a very nice guy. I've seen him on other programs and like guesting on Adventure Zone and stuff. He seems like a very nice guy. I just really hate Levi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, with that out of the way. So that is Attack on Titan Season 2. Where Is, is there any more I, that I should uncover my ears for? Okay. Yeah. So. No, you're going to cover your ears for a minute. It won't be very long because I feel like there's kind of too much to go into at once about it. All but right. I'll, I'll, I'll overview it. So, yeah. All right. What's up, folks? This is where I talk about the anime spoilers. Not the manga. The manga, the anime at this point was starting, uh, ended with season four, part one, the last part of that. So anything up and if you have not watched up to that point in Attack on Titan, you are going to be spoiled here, so don't do that. So this is for the people who are re- uh, re-watching the series or just listening to us who've seen the series before. To know, episode... Let's see. Do-do-do. In season 34, you know, Reiner's not a soldier. He's a warrior. And Berthold knows it and tries to remind him of that. Because that's a big important thing for them being to be warriors. Warriors of Marla. And then, and this is a line for 34 where Ymir goes, What's that monkey? Because they saw that she'd seen the beast titan. And then Aaron goes, What's that? A monkey? Like, what's that? Quote, question mark. A monkey, question mark. 
Because the people in the walls don't know what the fuck a monkey is. Showcasing there might be a world outside the walls. You know, that could be a thing. So then, you know, Chris is the backup for them if Aaron is in the coordinate because, you know, she has the royal blood. So that's a thing. This is the first hint of eating people to turn back into human from Ymir's backstory. Because she ate the jaw titan. And then Ymir's line with Will that will that be after one of your warriors eat me to get the you know to get eat me? The implication being to get the jaw titan back. So Ymir's cult backstory is also really interesting. Because watching through it's a short scene, but it showcases a lot of the things you see in the basement and the scenes after that. The the episode stuff after that. Where you can see like his cult, the cult backstory, where it starts in like the 1870, and you can see that all the Marleyan soldiers are dressed like late 19th century soldier dudes, like German, like European soldier guys, as a thing. And they have weapons that are already, I think, a little better than what they have in the walls at that point, like the guns. So that's happening, but you can see that there's no walls. There's no walls you can see in the background. So that happens, and you obviously get the implication of, they you know later, is Ymir being injected with the spinal fluid and turning into a titan, along with everybody else from the cult. So that happens. And then Bertolt says, for episode 36, do you think we wanted to do this? This is what we had to do, because, you know, they were basically forced to be child soldiers. Okay. And then that's it. Boop, boop. All right, so that's everything. So uh, we'll talk about what our plans are for so next week we're watching krampus we are watching krampus it's our krampus christmas spectacular <laughs> Woo! krampismas <laughs> we're gonna watching Kramp krampus uh what year was that one the, the one that was uh uh 2017 i think it came out when we were still in high school uh, yeah, I'll have the one with up. Adam Scott. Do not watch like any <laughs> other one. If it does not have Tony Collette and Adam Scott in it, you've picked the wrong one, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's something to remember. Uh, so that's that's happening. Then what's the next batch of Attack on Titan episodes we're watching? Oh, I'm getting to that right now. I'm looking for it. Okay, so the next part of Attack on Titan season, we're going into season three time. Ooh. And season three of Attack on Titan. Oh my god! Okay, so part one of se- season three was split up into two parts. <laughs> so we're more or less gonna have it where our first episode is going to be our fir- our next two Attack on Titan season three episodes will cover part one of season three. The next two will cover part two of season three. So our upcoming one's gonna be Attack on Titan season three part one where we review episodes 38 to 44. So about halfway into the first half of season one, season three. So just to let you know that um, season three is going to be a very interesting one because um, there's a lot of Levi. (laughs) There's a lot, a lot, a lot of Levi in season three, particularly the first half. And I'm very interested to see if, because I remember Nolan, you fucking hated Aaron until like, Episode Until I was nine. Given Levi. <laughs> so what if what if uh, another character is introduced that can help you lightning rod Levi away? <laughs> yeah, that would help. But but for now, Levi. Instead of watching Levi, I'd rather leave, kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So season three is gonna 
really expand the world and do crazy things. And I'm extremely excited about the second half of season three because in my opinion, it is, we haven't, the anime's not finished yet. I think season four, first part is very good. For me, currently, the height of this show is season three, part two. So many things come together, and it is an incredible experience. We'll talk about that more when we get to it. We though. will, so, but it's exciting. It's what getting are away. our socials, Brandon? So our socials are going to be, you can follow us on our Twitter. That's where we post uh, episode updates and stuff and memes and all that crap. At It's going to be Podzilla, Podzilla, Podzilla KOTC. King of the Casters, all caps on KOTC. So we're doing that. We King got of the Casters at gmail.com. Yep, send us questions, uh, movie recommendations, attack, uh, yelling at Nolan about his Levi takes. Yeah, give me just, <laughs> give me all your hatred. <laughs> you're tired, you're hungry, you're poor, you're huddled masses with bad taste in <laughs> anime characters. <laughs> yeah, so send us stuff over at kingofthecasters at gmail.com and follow us on our podcast platforms on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify all that jazz so i think we're is that like three hours that is two hours and 24 minutes dang so this is our new record for the longest episode so we just we're sticking them together because we're really trying to uh catch up with this show before uh season four part two gets too far along but as a person who's read the manga really excited to see how that goes so we'll see you next time and catch you later. See you next time, baby. Ooh.